Like, I've, I can't think of the last time I've seen a tycoon game on any type of presentation stage, <laughs> you know? It's probably because they don't have roller coasters in Europe. They don't? They just don't have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I immediately felt bad. I'm like, oh, I can't lie like that. <laughs> I was like, they don't? Like... I'm sure they do, right? I just never heard of Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of You Already Know the Super Agile Brothers. It's going to be a good episode. It's going to be a little bit different. Truly, it's a sad day because we're missing one of our Agile bros. Um, Today, it's just going to be me and the illustrious Steve. Steve, say hey to the people. Today, we only have four legs between us instead of six. Only four. We're not as agile. Not as agile. Well, wouldn't you be a little bit more agile if you had... Well, I guess it's probably a point where you have too many legs, you know? It's probably like a ratio of leg to body mass that makes you the most agile. We should do a whole episode on what type of creatures are the most agile, depending on their legs. Advanced uh, kinematics of (laughs) monsters. Uh, Of just just insects, like compare them. That'd be a good episode. I think it'd be good. But um, like I said, today's going to be a little bit less agile as steve said because kyle is not with us he is sadly um without power down in the bayou louisiana beer you know um wow yeah you just we, went we, all in <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i did that for kyle you know um but uh what's the most disrespectful is kyle told us right before this recording because actually he's listening in as we're recording yeah. this he's yeah. the uh what do you call it the silent Silent, Silent observer. He's the watcher. Silent observer. He's the watchman. And he's out the here watcher. like, what if? <laughs> so he's going to have a lot of opinions after we're finished here. But uh, yeah, he basically told us that like his neighbor's house has power, but like he doesn't. So yeah. like Louisiana is really doing him wrong. Like, I guess maybe maybe it's for the best. Maybe it should just be me and Steve. I think it'll be good. Let's so, try it out. Let's try it out. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, anywho, let's talk about today's episode. Today's episode is going to be a good one because we're going to be talking about Gamescom 2021. Um, So, as you guys know, we are definitely gaming enthusiasts, and Gamescom is a gaming, I guess you could say, conference? Expo? There's so many. It's like, com. Is it com or con? Com. Com. I'm pretty sure it's com. C-O-M. What is the yeah, comms short com. for? So, I think it's basically... No, I have no idea what comms is. Let me say that first of all. I've lost track. I thought, <laughs> you know, there's there's so much... There's so many video game conferences and presentations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it seemed like this was a strong Xbox thing. So, I'm like, I guess this yeah. was... You're right. Xbox. It, was re- it was Xbox heavy. Well, I guess... Well, we're going to talk about it in the next episode, but... PlayStation also did their conference like very recently and I guess in many ways the reason why PlayStation wasn't really heavy in this one is because they had their own conf well not conference but announcement stream, stream. and theirs is great because it's called showcase. State of Play it actually has a yeah. name and the Nintendo showcase is also very distinct yeah so so I can I can feel you on that I, just as you say that I'm like yeah it is very heavy Xbox on this one so mm. that's interesting but for those who don't know Gamescom is basically a European game show, a, a game 
showcase. That um, is why. I, yeah. That's why I don't recognize it because it's the European one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I European. thought we already had like two other. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of them, but Gamescom is probably the biggest one in Europe. It's Got like it. E3 in the US, Gamescom in Europe, and then Tokyo Game Show Asia, mm-hmm. right? So those are kind of the big three. And I, I, I don't know if we'll get time to talk about it, but like to me, there's a big discussion about, like you said, there's so many conferences. And like, I don't really know if they're really needed anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it, I mean, just, they're hype. They're pretty hype sometimes. Sometimes. It's I, something I, to look forward to. It's, it's one of those things where like, I remember back in the day, like when E3 was around, like heavy and everybody was at E3, you know, before everybody started pulling out and doing their own things before and after, yeah. like E3 was everything, man. It was super hype because you knew, like, hey, we're going to hear about the new console drop. We're going to hear about the new Halo, the new, you know, Gears It would go for days because yeah. you needed days to fit everything in. Yeah, yeah. And and I felt like I scheduled my life around E3 <laughs> during that period of time. Like, okay, I'm going to take my lunch break here. I'm going to make yep. sure that I'm free at this time, you know? I don't know if... I don't know. Were you a big, were you a big E3 person, like... Uh, so there was a period of time where I wasn't really a gamer at all, but mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. I tried, once I started working at IBM and having some capital and a place and a, and a, a device to play games on or two mm-hmm. or three, that's when I or got five. back into it. So yeah, at, the, at that point, once I was at IBM, I was, you know, washing on my lunch break or getting up early or something. Yeah, for sure. That's so interesting because I guess I, you know, I've been a big gamer for a long time and games first food later so Hmm. like growing up we did have cable when i was in like high school and middle school you know for the most yeah yeah like pretty much pretty much in elementary school i said in the later episode we got uh, cable later but now to think about it it was like really when i was like in third grade or fourth grade when we got cable so i've had it for a long pretty long time but anyway we had cable and on cable there's g4 tv eventually i don't know i don't know when it showed up on like basic cable but one day it was there, and I think when I was in maybe late middle school, early high school is when it showed up, and that was it. Like, I didn't know what E3 was. I mean, I had heard about it because of, like, GameStop, because I used to, uh, what's frequent. it called? Um, yeah, frequent, frequent GameStop. GameStop, and I got the Game Informer magazines when I was, like, a Power Ups Rewards member and all that stuff, um, which I still have all those magazines. But, yeah, so E3 was super, like, it, it felt magical at that time. Um, maybe it still does for younger kids, but you know, nowadays, maybe I'm jaded and I just, I just, I'm like, Oh, it's another sequel. Oh, it's another, you know, I can see that. So, yeah. So, um, so anywho, so today, I mean, that's, I have a lot of thoughts about conferences in general, but let's, let's talk a little bit about Gamescom. Uh, so once again, Gamescom happened in Europe, the main, uh, gaming conference, you know, announcements game showcases so on and so forth uh and really what we did is we went and we watched what was the opening night um gamescom is a few days kind of like e3 but uh the opening night tends to be when they have the biggest announcements and the most interesting games so what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of look at all the different games <laughs> get our different thoughts how we how we both feel about it uh and, and you know hopefully in some way we we capture the moment for those who haven't seen it. I encourage you to watch it just if you want to follow along with us as we're talking about it. But we're going to start from the beginning. So uh, Wait, before we start, 
Yeah. Can we just look at how long this list is? Like, I'm scrolling through it. <laughs> it's so dang long. And it feels like it, it couldn't have been that long because they spent so much time talking. Yeah, they talked a really long time. It, it was two hours, the opening yeah. thing, right? Yeah, I guess. And, and so what I did was I was listening to it while I was working. And as I was doing work, whenever a new game would come up, I would just type in the name into this list, right? And But yeah, man, like some of the games were so disrespectful like on how much they were talking like like dude i do not care like you do not need to bring anybody out just show me the trailers yeah. <laughs> shout out to sony for doing the right thing right but, exactly uh, <laughs> they have those bumpers every now and then and it's like all right now i can breathe now show yes. me the games yeah like i i think it's gonna be interesting like talking about them them uh gamescom and then talking about sony next time just to kind of get that comparison. But yeah, you're right. There's a lot of talking. Oh, yeah. For those who don't know, Jeff Keighley uh, was uh, hosting. So are you familiar with Jeff Keighley? Like, what's your level of... Yeah. My familiarity is basically he's he's the video game presentation man. Uh, <laughs> he's just this character. I don't, I don't know where he came from. I'm sure it's well known to everyone but me. But all I really know is that he does a lot of hosting. He's a very personable guy. He loves games. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of connections in the gaming industry. He and uh, Kojima are like super buds, which yeah. I love. It's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. And he, uh, apparently he's also in, what was it he was in? They talked about it at the end. We can talk about it later. Oh, but. yeah. Some Muppet movie. Yeah. We yeah. He's in, a, he's in, he's, that's what it is. He's in the Haunted Mansion movie, the new Disney Haunted Mansion. Yeah, we'll, Either we'll the def- movie or the show, whatever it was. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about that at the end, uh, toward the end when we get through it. I mean, what, the only thing, I don't know if this is where he started from. This is where I was introduced to him with um, GameTrailers.com. Did you ever go to that website? Game I don't Trailers? think so. I think it's like an older site, and that's where, do you know Kyle Bossman? No. Nope. He, he had a show called, man, it was so good. It was the Boss Show, and there's all these, like, little series that they did. Like, they had, like, a Minecraft series, and, like, I said Kyle Bossman, and then... Jeff Keighley had a show, and then Michael Pactor, I think, would come on there, and he's like a game uh, analyst. Like, so it was a really cool uh, site. But anyway, it shut down. He kind of got, got his em- uh, his eminence. eminence from there, and then he just ran with it. And I think, in many ways, like he's the reason that we have like games, a game award. Game, yeah, gaming. yeah. It really feels like he drives a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a hundred percent his passion. Like he really cares about it um for whatever reason like he really wants it it should just be called the jeff keely awards and you just get a keely <laughs> <laughs> the jk like, award that'd be kind of nice that'd be pretty funny <laughs> oh no is it, it, is it golf G-off. It's g-off 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 the gk awards that's the still GK good award. yeah game it's game, fine gamer yeah not but anyway yeah so um so jeff keely was kind of the host i don't know what his i, I don't i didn't know him to be connected to gamescom once again i'm more familiar with games right i don't know where this came from it kind of seemed random uh maybe maybe there's something i'm missing but i did see on the the lead up well i don't know i have no clue but i i didn't recognize the woman who was with him i think her name was natasha Mm -hmm. Um, you did recognize her i did not as far as i know he uh to shoot actually you know they did introduce her and say who she was but I watched the yeah. beginning of the show a couple days ago, so I do not recall. 
I, I literally watched it today and I don't remember. Like I just went like in the background just so I could be re up on all the different games. Um, all they gave her was the awards. Yeah, and I the awards I, were whack. Oh my goodness, we'll definitely talk about that because th- what, what kind of award show was that anyway? Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it because there's a lot to talk about. All right. Uh, um, so let's start from the top. Um, Saints Row. Uh, right. So, so what was your vibe? What did you feel about Saints Row? Uh, is this of any interest to you? Are you familiar with the Saints Row franchise? Blah 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 blah. My familiarity with Saints Row is that it's essentially Grand Theft Auto, but more ridiculous. Mm. Uh, just more chaotic. Um, I think it's cool. I It seems like a nice reboot. I don't know much about the series, so I can't really compare it or say anything. Um, there was some... It, the the trailer, The it was a cinematic trailer, introduced mm-hmm. a couple characters. And it's cool because it seems like those characters maybe more than other games are actual like side characters that are part of the story they're not just uh at, you know player inserts yeah uh one of them is a player insert obviously um this seemed it, it kind of felt like a fortnite trailer where I no, feel no that. nothing seemed real none of the characters <laughs> seemed real and then i saw that they were on the box and i'm like oh they're actually supposed to be <laughs> part of the story they're not just yeah faceless nameless people yeah it, it definitely felt like skins <laughs> like like just yeah like i don't know what it was about the, i mean okay so yeah like um i've never played a well have i ever played saints row maybe like for 10 minutes at a friend's house but like you said like it's the wacky goofy gta or whatever i just remember it being like super inappropriate like oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all i remember uh but people used to, like really loved it like from what i know i uh, never played it but um yeah i don't know the trailer i i mean once again i'm not really a saints row person so maybe this Maybe that's one part of it. But the trailer kind of, like you said, felt very Fortnite-y, like goofy. Like the, the the dudes that they were fighting seemed overly dumb. Like, 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 oh, what are you doing here? Oh, they take box. <laughs> I shoot. Let's shoot. And they would just move slowly. And like, I was like, how are you going to make the dumbest looking characters possible? Oh, like, I remember one thing that annoyed me. Uh-oh. The, uh... <laughs> The, the the motorcycle guy he had a helmet with the kitty cat face yeah 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 that junk is so overplayed man mm. like the the Low character that the character yeah the the character that only emotes through an electronic LCD looking display um, I feel like there's a lot of characters popping up like that uh, yeah it's I don't know it it's not a bad thing I'm not like making fun of them but I just feel like I saw that and to me it immediately put me off the game like eh, whatever yeah, it definitely felt tropey. It almost felt like it was that that trailer was made like a few years ago. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like when when everybody was into that kind of Fortnite style, like that was a thing like they they meant to release it a while back, but they got delayed. <laughs> and they're like, uh, let's, we already paid the money for this, so let's just release this." Um, so, yeah, I don't know like like if I had a scale of like 1 to 5 like level of interest, like a two, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, same. I just—it's just not my kind of game. I don't. Exactly. I don't. I never played Grand Theft Auto either. So. Yeah, yeah, and you know what I did? This probably disliked the most about that presentation or that part was like, not to be rude, but I don't care about like the like 
the vo- like I care about the voice actor. I want them to be employed and have a great job. But I hate when they have to go on there and be like, "Yeah, this game is gonna be so great and awesome, and it's gonna be better than anything." Oh, like, the like, woman came up. Afterwards. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't like that. I'm like, you probably don't even not not that because she's anybody, but um, it could be a man or woman. But I feel like a lot of the people who are voice actors or musicians on games don't really play games. You know? Yeah, so, they're not necessarily involved with the game. Although maybe she is. It depends. There's maybe. Some- there's some studios where like the, the voice actors are more part of what's going on. Yeah, like maybe she is a gamer. Like it would be like The Rock coming out there to me. Yeah. Like, like I'm like. Ugh. But a total lack of star power. At least it's The Rock. <laughs> yeah, at least it's the. Oh, he's super swole, and it's The Rock. <laughs> wow, he's so tall. He's so tall. Oh, I'm gonna get you. They could have modeled that guy after him. But anyway, so that seems for. So let's move to the next game. Um, Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, any thoughts about this game? Do you remember anything about it? My first experience... Well, all right. Uh, my my experience as I watched the trailer was like, ugh, more Marvel. I thought it was like an expansion mm-hmm. to the Marvel, uh, the Avengers game. Mm-hmm. But then I realized like, wait, this is not an expansion. Like nothing in the presentation told me that it was a standalone game until near the yeah. end. And I was like, oh, wait, this is actually something that you buy separately and is a totally different genre. Um, so then I was more interested. It's like a turn. You said it's a turn-based strategy game. Yeah. I do not recall. I also remember thinking something along those lines. Um, a lot of the cinematic bit was very, like, fantasy. It, it looked like I was watching something from uh, World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, Diablo you. or something. Yeah, that's it. You like, hit what on I couldn't. I, f- I was like, there's some feeling I'm f- having about this. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I to be, I, I got, since I watched the trailer, like, the thing again, I watched it, paid more attention to the trailer. I literally, it was so confusing. Like, I couldn't tell who was good and who was bad. It was like one of those weird things where it's like, yeah. like. Everyone I, looked threatening. It, yeah, everybody seemed like a bad guy. But it, I think they were working together. I don't know, dude. It was <laughs> it was super weird. I mean, the only thing that piqued my interest about it is, as y'all might know from my top five game list, I'm a big turn-based strategy guy. And from what I recall, it's built by Firaxis, and Firaxis made the XCOM series. Yeah. So to me, that's like, oh, I might check this out. Not because it's Marvel, but because it's Firaxis. So... You know, I, I, it piqued my interest a little bit, but honestly, the trailer probably turned me off more than anything. I was just like, I don't know what's going on here. And I don't know. I just didn't like the vibe of it for some reason. Like, it was just weird. So, anyway. Yeah, like, I, it's it's just easy to get burned out on Marvel stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, the only Marvel property I care about right now is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And there's so many Marvel games. Like, at some point, it felt like every game... It was a Marvel game. And maybe that was in the Sony press conference, but I just remember thinking, like, man, there's a lot of Marvel games coming out, like, around the same time, within the next year or two. I'm like, goodness gracious. Like, they just yeah. give their properties to everybody. Like, go for it. Yeah. Uh, so. Although, not to spoil anything from Sony, but I am, it's, uh, they gave it to Insomniac, so there's a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of Insomniac Marvel stuff coming out on Sony. So that's actually. That's a good thing. That's somewhat exciting. That's, <clears throat> yeah. That's super good. Yeah, so, um, okay, let's go to the next one. Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, so l- let me just start out by saying this. I do not care about Call of Duty at all. Like, sure. the the second I saw Call of Duty, I, like, zoned out. Like, I just was like, I don't care. Same. 
Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. And and the thing is like it's to me it's like one of those things where it's like the only thing you do in every one of your trailers and game reveals is show this like super scripted moment. And I'm like, I get it, but at the end of the day, the game is just gonna be online shooting people and getting angry at each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how you feel about Call of Duty, but That's almost exactly how I feel about Call That's how I felt about Call of Duty since I played Halo. Like <laughs> as a child. I'm like, man, this is just a less fun Halo and it has not changed <laughs> since then. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there was a period of time, maybe in the early, early Call of Duties, where I liked it. Like, I, I just, I'm just not like a Twitch gamer kind of person. Not, not Twitch, like the streaming platform, but like really fast muscle, Twitch muscle kind of shooter yeah. person. Um, I mean, Call of Duty on like PlayStation 2 was, it still felt fresh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? But now it's like, oh, you mean, I don't even know what this is. Vanguard? Is it. I don't know how they fit in together. I don't know if this is a standalone game or an expansion. Like, I <laughs> don't know anything. Yeah, because there's, like, Call of Duty Black Ops, like, three. There's, like, all these, like, renditions. Yeah. But they're different but the same. I think this one is in World War II and you're a Russian woman or something. But, like. Oh, that was the. Okay, you just reminded me. that I couldn't think of the trailer. Yeah, yeah. It was this long, it long. Was super long, bro. Yeah, I was skipping ahead because I was, like, eating or something. And, and they I'm did like, that trash where you. Like, like in animes or like in TV shows, like twelve hours earlier. Like, oh they, yeah, there was a <laughs> flashback. Like, excuse me, you already showed me gameplay, and then you're flashbacking to a walking sequence where they, like, no, like, no, just it was just super long. And then they brought the people out who were talking. I legitimately was like, bro, like, stop. Yeah. They really and I, cared. And I was looking in the chat, like, I was looking at the chat, and it was just a whole bunch of emojis, the throwing up emojis. <laughs> the chat, I was dying. I was like, people, I guess other people ain't feeling it, but hey. I will say, to their credit, it, from what I gathered before I skipped around, it seems that they're focusing on an actual, like, an actual uh, soldier. You know, mm. that this woman is oh, the this main a real character. Person. Oh. She's a real person, yeah. So it's based on history. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Because that's always been... In my mind, that was Call of Duty's big uh, pro was like, oh, it's kind of more historical. And then they just yeah. went off the rails. And, but, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. they were excited because they were introducing us to her before she was hardened by the war. And I'm like, I don't know. She just murdered that man through a wall. <laughs> she, she seems <laughs> like pretty hardened. She was already pretty hardened. Like, yeah, she's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> she got some guy from behind in the first 10 seconds of the trailer. <laughs> and then shot like 10 people on a stairwell. Like you're like, okay, she's yeah. Is this she's... Half-Life? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm good on Call of Duty. I mean, I appreciate kind of maybe going back to their roots, a more historical feeling. But yeah, man, let's let's talk more about Halo Infinite. Let's do Cause, that. Because I don't know about you, but I think that might be the only shooter that I'm interested in. Maybe at this like like actually like you know what I might want to pick this up. I played Halo all, you know all the yeah. time as a kid, but like I don't know like Halo has never lost its luster to me. Like even though I don't play it now, I still like I've had some of the best multiplayer memories ever, and even single player. Like I love the single player in Halo One, Two, Three, and maybe a little bit less in Four, but it was still good. I don't know you you, you interested in Halo because yeah, dude. So. I played, I played the first three up to Xbox 360 in my house, like with my brother, with my stepbrother, 
with my friends, uh, a little bit online for Halo 3, but that wasn't really my style. And I think that was when I kind of started breaking away because that's, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say that was like right before I went to college. And then I, I pretty much, I played four yeah. at, at my friend Ben's house when it came out. I missed five entirely. Actually, I didn't even finish four. I missed five. five. I missed ODST because uh, that was during my non-gaming period. Uh, and now there hasn't been anything in a while. So I have low expectations. I know some people are hoping it's like the return of Christ. Uh, I, just <laughs> want, <coughs> ooh, I just want another fun-looking Halo game. And at least from what we've seen of the multiplayer, it looks incredible. Yeah. And everyone's talking it up so much. So... So, I'm so, really stoked so to actually Halo, play. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So I was just gonna say, is Halo Infinite like, like I I kind of paid attention, but once again I was kind of half working, and I, I'm like, oh Halo, that's all I need to hear. Is it a new game? Is it a remaster? Is it only online? What was the? Let me help you out. Okay. So, so uh, there's no re. Well, it's not a remaster. Currently, Halo One through Four and ODST. Wait, I think that's right. In Reach? What about Reach? That's what it is. Halo 1 through 3 and Reach and ODST are part of the Master Chief collection. Okay. So those are the remakes you're looking for. Uh, I think 4 might be. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it recently. 5, I'm pretty sure, is not and will mm-hmm. not be. Um, so if I, I've been playing through 2. I've just kind of been you know, doing other things. But I am trying to beat them all again before I play Infinite. Infinite is a new game. Okay. It has a campaign. It's a continuation of the story. Uh, it will focus on Master Chief, unlike 5, which I, from what I gather, focused on Master Chief and another group of Spartans. Okay. Um, it is releasing a... They're releasing the single player's campaign and the multiplayer. Uh, the multiplayer is free. Okay, that's what I. It's, it's call free to play, free to play and I yeah. assume that you download it like as its own thing, which means you're basically paying full fight, full price for the single player. Which <laughs> single player, yeah. I'm still happy about. Like I feel like that's totally reasonable. A lot of games have great single players, and they're sixty bucks. Um, so I'm fine with that. Uh, what's weird is that there's a lot of modes that are not coming out. So like I think the campaign co-op will not release on launch. And the Forge mode will not release on launch or for like another three or five months or something after that. So they're definitely behind. They were hit hard by whatever is COVID. going on. Yeah, probably COVID. I think I think there must have been a lot of other mismanagement because it really seems like they have, are not ready for this launch day. They're, mm. they're, they're going to cut it close. But it looks great. The multiplayer looks insane. So here's hoping. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if, if some of that strategy is... Like you said, maybe some mishap happened and they spent a lot of money on it already and they want to get it out so they can start recouping some of that money so they can yeah. funnel it in to finish up the rest of the game. Um, it would be cool to see if, I don't think they'll do this, but it would be cool if they did a, a, I'd like to see an implementation of Halo with a Battle Royale mode because I feel like that could be really cool to have like be driving in your warthogs and like just this. The, the expansiveness that Halo could really bring and like these firefights with teams like with grenade like it would be crazy like maybe even you could be um the Covenant like I don't know mm. it'd be cool to see 
I mean, it would be cool, but I feel like Halo is so free and flexible that you could almost make your own game that almost is a battle royale. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do... And in, Oh, gosh, that'd be crazy. And in Halo 3, you could do, like, 16-man, uh, you know, firefights mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. on the bigger maps. Yeah, that was wild. I remember back in the day, like, being, like, 8 on 8. This is crazy. Like, Yeah, oh, man, doing land so parties crazy. were <laughs> so much fun. So crazy. I'm so looking forward to that. I Like I said, I didn't play online, but recently I've been playing more games with friends. I've been playing Gears of War with a couple guys, and... Um, we're, I'm already thinking ahead, like, all right, what's gonna, what's next after Gears kind of goes dead after a while? Yeah. Um, Halo Infinite, man. Stoked. It's coming. Yeah, I, I mean, and not to belabor how great Halo is, but uh, one of my really good friends, he's like my other older brother and my my brother's best friend, Rob. Um, we, we talked games, like, all growing up. We played Pokemon when I was a kid. Anyway, we used to, we played Halo, like, one, two, two and three, I think. Yeah, two and three together through the co-op campaign. And then we went back and tried to play it on, uh, what was it? Like the hard mode, like the hardest mode. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but whatever. Legendary. Legendary, man. And yeah. I just remember like all those experiences of like literally being caught in a, <laughs> a reload loop where like you just die instantly <laughs> over and over. Dude, legendary is no joke. It it's legendary. No joke. It was no yeah. joke. So I, I miss that. I, I hope that Halo Infinite brings that. I do miss couch co-op. I mean, life is different. I'm married. You're soon to be married. You know, he's in Atlanta. Hey. I'm here. Like, it's different. But uh, I, I really enjoyed the, co- the co-op in Halo a ton. Like, Gears Gears and Halo, I think, are my favorite co-op experiences. Like, uh, linear co-op. Sure. Um, one, one, one of the, the favorite, and also Overcooked. But anyway, so let's keep right. Cult yeah. of the Lamb. All right, I want. I, I, it was interesting because I think you were sharing this with me before yeah. Gamescom because yeah, you had I saw seen a trailer. Yeah, I saw either me or Kyle saw a trailer and posted it. Yeah, I think it was me. I think I saw, I saw it on sure YouTube it and I shared it with you guys. I'm pretty sure it was you you shared it. Uh, this game, first of all, it looks great. Just from like a gameplay perspective and an art perspective and everything, it looks like a lot of fun. It's like an action game. I do not know how I feel as a Christian man <laughs> about, about the presentation uh-huh. and I guess like the themes and the plot. So it seems like you play as this cute little lamb who is who was executed for something and is resurrected by presumably Satan or some, some kind of, weird. some similar character mm-hmm. and you're resurrected and you free yourself and your fellow cute, cute woodland creatures. And then they start worshiping you. And the game is you basically running and growing your cult and stamping out rebellion and fighting monsters and, <laughs> yeah, so and gaining more satanic powers as you go. And I'm like, as gameplay, it looks great. I probably will not buy this game. <laughs> content, content-wise, maybe yeah. feels a little weird. Yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely feel the same. Um, isn't is that made by Devolver? Is that a Devolver game? It's. I mean, it's published by them. Yeah, yeah they're, okay. they're part of that, and that's definitely Devolver's. You know, mwah, like that's the kind of thing they do like all the time. Niche, so I, I dig it. Yeah, like they're kind of like they're willing to do those kind of just take chances sure and, yeah uh yeah and i like, respect them for it no 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 hate whatsoever yeah yeah i don't know yeah same same i mean i think in uh, i don't know like 
like in general i don't think like game like demons or the occult in games bother me as a christian or anything like that per se like it's right. nothing it's just what it is but yeah there is some weirdness like that i feel about like actually playing a, you, you were talking about it in one of our gaming talks where your favorite game prey is where yeah. like you kind of felt like you were making the decisions not the like the you're not pl- playing the person As steve yeah, yeah i wasn't ro- i was i was myself i wasn't exactly. just playing i wasn't playing to uh i wasn't playing to gamify i wasn't playing mm-hmm. to optimize i was playing based on how i felt or how either how i felt or how i felt like my my character would feel like i was at, or you know role playing but I wasn't just trying to win. Exactly. It was. Right. It, was it felt very. It was a real, real decision. If yes. You, you were like immersed and and just for a moment, I thought about. I was like, man, what if I started playing this game, and I got really immersed? <laughs> you know, like yeah. I might start feeling a little strange about making these decisions, running a cult as a lamb and on the behalf of some weird Satan type character. You know, it was like it's. Once again, it has less to do about what the game is and if it's good or not. But I totally feel you just as a person of faith. Yeah. Like, uh, it's definitely definitely a, a conflict that, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some games that I genuinely like, eh, I'm not going to play. It's not my vibe. I feel like this game, I like the city builder god game type, you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. running around and doing all that. And uh, actually, I feel like that to me was the most interesting part of the game. I'm just not super interested in the third person action kind of game anymore excluding hades <laughs> um mm. oh you've been playing that right yeah yeah we're, we're definitely gonna have to have a when when kyle gets his power back we'll uh, talk later yeah, yeah yeah definitely um but yeah for some reason that kind of was like eh. like the the motif has its own issues but like just from a gameplay standpoint i don't know why that turned me off but yeah i don't, I don't know if it's yeah cool yeah okay so that's a good name by the way that's a great name cult of the lamb like god that sticks out really well yeah it's a very uh there's a lot of a lot of things they're playing with there and they did a good job cool so the next one midnight fight express uh i don't really have much to say about this one it's like one dude made the game like oh yeah yeah yeah. i don't don't know if i don't know what did you do you remember? It, it was he's like a dad. He's a single dad in, in po- Poland. So, he's Polish. In Poland, yes. Hey, man, more power to you. Uh, it looks cool. I'm not. It's it's yeah. It's like a very. It's a 3D action game, like a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, if from what I recall, it was kind of like a Hotline Miami style thing where you're just running around, punching, getting into fights. Yeah. I don't. Maybe it was more of like a boss rush where there's like arenas. It felt like a, he was constantly fighting. I'm like. <laughs> but it was like different characters in different areas so i was like i don't know how it's linked together so it's hard to tell yeah i think it's one of those things that indie games just in general struggle with is that like because you're limited and especially since you're one dude like you can't do too too much so your game fundamentally is just driven by one mechanic and that mechanic has to be really really strong has like, to be gold. Yeah. yeah, it has to be golden to make you want to play longer than 30 minutes or an hour or five hours. So to me, it looks interesting. I mean, it probably won't be expensive. It'll probably be like 25, 30, you know, 15 bucks. Uh, but it just seems like the type of game like, oh, this is cool. Like, like it's kind of like how I feel about Gang Beast. Like, it's fun to play, <laughs> you know, but it's like, 
I'm not really going to play it unless I'm goofing off with you guys. You know, you're over playing Gang Beast or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We so. should do that, by the way. I've never played it. Oh, it looks yes. Ho- it looks it's, awesome. It's a good, it's a good hilarious time. It's, yeah, we'll do it one sometime in the future. Uh, uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Beat him up. Um, really tempting. Tempting? I don't like I don't like beat 'em up games. I, well, not that I don't like them, I just never played them. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if I have, if I buy a first game, it might be this one. Really, really. What what, made, this, what made you this feel, or Scott Pilgrim? You what made you uh, feel that way about this particular game? Because there's there's quite a few beat 'em ups, like those kind of side scrolling. Uh, I don't know. I I think just the fun style of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this there's. I mean, there's, I know there's a lot of old ones. I'm not really aware of any modern beat-em-ups. I think this and Scott Pilgrim are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head that came out, like, recently. Mm-hmm. And even Scott Pilgrim's kind of old, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not really a testament to this game as, as much as it is to me seeing a new game coming out and being like, oh, maybe maybe I'm, I'm willing to try something new, and it just being the lucky game. <laughs> you are the lucky one. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I grew up playing a lot of side-scrolling beat-em-ups, even the original t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was extremely hard. And uh, even games like, there's some other games like Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden 2, Streets of Rage, uh, Double Dragon, Double Dragon mm-hmm. and Battletoads. Like, those kind of old-school uh, beat-em-ups. So, I don't know, like, the game looked good. I think it's just one of those things where, like, not I'm not going to say it's the Call of Duty effect, but it's like, I've played a lot of them. And I'm like, sure. okay, cool. I don't think I need to play another beat 'em up in my lifetime. It looks clean. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks very much like they've optimized, like made the best kind of beat 'em up. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is known as one of the really good beat 'em ups um, that are out there. I mean, there's some really trash indie ones. Like there's one, no no disrespect to y'all, but the Viva Eight or Viva Eighty Six or something. It's on PlayStation, man. I remember I played it with Marcus, you know, Marcus, I yeah. think Kyle and maybe like Antoine and Marcus fell asleep while we were playing it. <laughs> like, no, while way, we were dude. playing it. So it, it was bad. It was bad. That's so. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, y'all. Uh, so Demon Slayer. So what was this a game? I, I don't really. I didn't, You'll have to help me out. I do not remember seeing Demon Slayer. There was like a weird. I don't. I don't know what happened. There was like a weird like trailer in the midst of things, and I think it was just a commercial because it followed the next thing that followed was a Red Bull commercial, which uh-huh. I want to talk about the funny quote. Um, I don't know what that was. It didn't make it really clear if it was a game or just. It looked like a game. It looked kind of like a Dragon Ball Z, like Budokai kind of stylistically, you know, mm. little cell shadedy. So I guess, but I'm. Hey. Bitch- if they're getting a game good for them man more power yeah they're getting all that money son because people yeah. are gonna buy that thing um so so i i noted this in here i just want to say this because i thought this was a hilarious slogan so during the show they had some commercials and also i need to talk to whoever edited this this show because they would like jump into the middle of a commercial like it was very really? strange. It felt very it unprofessional. Did, it did feel like the Red Bull commercials especially were very sudden. Yeah, like it felt very unprofessional. And, you know, like maybe this is their, no, it's the second year doing it digitally. So I don't know. Anyway, but there's a Red Bull commercial and the quote was turning into an alpha, turning every alpha into, turning into an alpha in every beta. 
There you go. Turning into an alpha in every beta. I don't know what that you was. Get supposed it? To... No. What like I I, I assume it's about playing betas. So like people are like hyped for new games. They play the beta. Uh huh. And then within the game, as you play, you you're the alpha player. So like you an become male. an alpha while playing. <sighs> yeah, that's my only way to understand what you what what that says. Uh, so weak, man. Come on, Red Bull. You're better. It's a stretch. You're it's, better. I mean, than that. well, mm, I like I like the attempt, right? Alpha and beta. That's fun. That's yeah. a nice that's a nice little twist, but it feels like a stretch. Yeah. yeah it just yeah. Anyway, I just want. But talk it's about also it. red. It's also Red Bull. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> Yeah, Red Bull. Just yeah, that was that was just trying to get their name out. Wasn't a great one. It was just commercial. (laughs) At the end of the day, so uh, Super Monkey Ball. So I'm going to start off by saying that, yo, when I was like 15, 16, something like that, my cousin came into town, and she had uh, just bought Super Monkey Ball for the GameCube, and my brother was in town because he was in college at the time, I believe. And we knew that she was leaving the next morning to fly out. And she had just gotten Super Monkey Ball. And me and my brother played Super Monkey Ball literally, I think, for 14 hours straight. Oh my Something God. crazy. Because I remember we started at night like people were going to sleep. Maybe not 14, maybe closer to 10. But all I remember is we started playing at night before midnight, like maybe 9, 10, 8. Something like that. And we stopped playing when the sun was coming up at like 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. Like we wanted to play every single bit of Super Monkey Ball. I can't believe that's the game that you, you have an all-nighter for. <laughs> it, it was, Is it, it that good? It was, a, it was circumstances and it was that good. It was super wow. addictive. It had a whole bunch of modes. It was really fun to play with two people. It had but monkey bowling, monkey battling, and then like you would unlock stuff as you kept playing. I, I wish I like I I I got to talk to my brother because I know he remembers it because we we literally stayed up till like seven a.m. playing Super Monkey Ball. So anyway, I don't know if I ever play Super Monkey Ball again, but all I can say is that game was great enough for me to. I I don't think I've done that really with many games other than like maybe like. Eight, age of empires or something <laughs> so are you excited for this new super monkey ball game no <laughs> okay but but I'm just wait saying- wait 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 let's clarify so i didn't i don't remember the trailer i know there's a new a new monkey ball game coming out on switch yeah is this that or is this another i, I believe so all i know is that they're this persona there's a persona character in it and yeah. sonic and yeah. tails are in it but it's just monkey ball like there's it's just Super Monkey Ball. If you ever I mean, it played looks, it, it looks really well polished just from the trailers. Yeah, I mean it's really fun. It's just, I, I mean I don't I don't I don't think if, if you don't care about Super Monkey Ball, you probably won't ever play it. But if you play it, you'll have a great time. You know. I feel like it's the kind of game. So here's right. Here's the thing. Uh, Mario Kart is a game I never played growing up. Mm-hmm. Ne- never touched. I only bought it on the Switch because I had other friends who were playing at that. You know bring your own switch party i used to oh, frequent yeah, yeah. and it was one of the land games that we would all play together so obviously they were like you should buy it and i was like okay uh and i don't think i was living with you at the time but i was living at that apartment that you had vacated mm-hmm. and um bro i played that game by myself for so <laughs> for so long 
and it turned i mean i don't play by myself anymore I, at this point i only play with people but uh yeah i mean i've cleared a lot of it and it's a game i never thought i would like but i love it and i feel like super monkey ball could be a game like that where it's really fun with people it's surprisingly fun by yourself hopefully it has some sort of land ability that'd be super tight i don't know if the gameplay can can support that but it mm-hmm. seems like i can uh yeah, so if I ever am back in a situation where I'm having Switch parties, I think Super Monkey Ball would be top of my list to, to buy and try out. You know, I, I was just thinking about this. I was like, well, first of all, I, I can confirm that Steve played uh, <laughs> Mario Kart because I remember, like, I, I hadn't played much Mario Kart 8 or whatever it was, and but I played Mario Kart growing up, and I was a beast. Man... Steve took it to the next level, cause <laughs> I just remember being like, Steve's playing a different game than me. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. I'm racing. This man is like, it's art. <laughs> Call it what it is. Changing the time stream or something. Like he's it, it was he was like about near lapping us. I've never been lapped in my life in a Mario Kart game. I was like, yo, this man. I don't know if I could play with him no more. <laughs> like you're too good. But once you learn to drift. Like yeah. constantly, it's game over. Yeah, man, you were you were killing it, son, and and I hadn't played it in a while. So, anywho, I just want to note that in the case anybody's you know not sure if he's he's about that life, he's about that life. Um, and I was gonna say Super Monkey Ball might be a good game for you and your future wife. Um, it's definitely. I also like a, was wondering that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a very fun game where you. It's more. It's kind of. It's not war. Well, it's like it's not WarioWare ish, but it's kind of one of those games where like. It's a low skill ceiling to play because it's like mm-hmm. a very simple mechanic. But to get to the later, later levels, you have to be really good. So it's a very, it does a very good job of having a broad scope for any type of player, which is mm-hmm. why I think it's so popular. So, I, so I, what I'll do is I'll buy it blind mm-hmm. and I'll sit down with her and make her play it with me blind. Yes. Yes. Cool. Play great. Super Monkey Bowling. Monkey Monkey Super Monkey Ball Bowling. I think you guys will have a good time with that. That's really fun. That's really fun. Right. So, cool. Thanks. Okay, I want to talk about this game because I for some reason feel like this game might be your vibe, Steve. Splitgate. Do you do you did you see this one, the Portal? Uh, so I don't remember the trailer, but I'm smirking because I've actually already downloaded and played the beta. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I'm way ahead of you. Uh, I didn't get to go online because I was playing it kind of late and I didn't want to start something. I had already been burned by another beta game that pulled me into like a two-hour online session at 10 p.m. Um, anyway, Splitgate, yes. Uh, it looks it's it looks really cool. And after goofing around in like the sandbox area and doing the tutorial, it seems really fun. Mm-hmm. I'm almost intimidated to jump in now because I feel like people are probably <laughs> playing like 40 chess. Yes. And I'll, I'll yes. come out here playing, you know, 1D checkers. But uh, yeah, Splitgate looks really cool. It feels great. Um, the controls are good. You have a little jetpack. And so the com- combination of the jetpack and the double jump Ooh. and uh, the there's portal. no climbing mechanic. But the portals, uh, I love portal. And uh, I feel like if I could get really good with portaling, like the game would just feel like a dream. Mm. So I don't remember the trailer, but I can I can verify the game. It seems pretty awesome. Yeah, I feel like the trailer wasn't like anything 
like that would blow your mind in a sense like they didn't do anything right. like you know apex has those really cool trailers where it's not really any gameplay but it like looks pretty cool this was just gameplay so it's like oh man i can see the possibilities this looks really fun but a hundred percent feel you on that 40 chest joint son that's immediately what i was thinking i was like yo i i just know you know playing portal one and two it's like there's times where it's like these puzzles are mind-bending and yeah. just imagine if there's a person who's committed to only playing this game like yeah. they're gonna be doing stuff that you just are not ready for because i mean i already get molly whopped in normal shooters <laughs> like right right like I, I gotta suck my thumb i gotta stop and suck my thumb when i'm playing portal 2 man mm. It's 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 serious. So like just ima- adding the element of the freedom that you get from different you know stages, levels, or whatever, and then how players how the emergent gameplay that comes as people find oh, yeah. strategies and like we were talking about before meta. You know, it's like yeah. who even knows where the meta would go. You know, so I think that game could be huge because mm-hmm. the meta seems four dimensional. <laughs> honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Seems huge. I get hundred percent see that. I, I play Squid Game with you. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get Molly Whopped as long as I'm doing it with people. I don't think I play it by myself. <laughs> I'd be yeah. down to, down to pick it up and, and see what it's like. Um, I'll do a, I'll do a quick, 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 quick shout out. I've been playing this game. I think it's an indie game. It's on Steam. It's called Portal Reloaded. It's mm. a mod of Portal Two, so it's built on top of Portal Two, which was free. No, wasn't free, but anyway. Um, it's it's basically Portal Two, but he added a third portal, hmm. which is a time portal. Oh, and so you can you shoot a portal, a time portal, and you walk through it, and it takes each other. You bounce between either the future or the past, and you have to solve puzzles through time. Whoa! And it's great. Uh, I haven't beaten it wow. yet, but there's some real, some real, real mind benders. I don't think I ever had to like stop playing in Portal or Portal Two because I couldn't figure out a puzzle. There's multiple times where I had to just quit for the night and be like, I'll come back to this later. And then I come back after sleeping and I, I get it, you know, but like, mm-hmm. it's really great. Um, it's almost as funny as Portal as well. Like the, the, the AI that talks to you is definitely not GLaDOS. Uh, and it feels kind of try hard sometimes, but <laughs> it really pulls through. I'm, I'm really impressed with this game. So quick shout out, go check out Portal Reloaded. Uh, I was I, I was streaming a little bit of it a while ago. I should pick that up again. It, I mean, when you said 4D, I mean, once you put time in there, I mean, that's it's literally 4D. <laughs> literally yeah. 4D. So, yeah. yeah, I have. I I think you mentioned it one time, but I've never seen it. So I'm gonna look look into that. What's it called Portal Reloaded? Portal Reloaded. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. All right, let's uh let's keep moving down this here list. Uh, Rider Republic. Okay. Uh, like. How do I say this? First of all, let me ask you: Do you remember this one, Rider Republic, the extreme? Hardly. That uh, that's was... yeah. I I feel yeah. like this is the problem. Like with all these extreme sports games, they seem to all have the especially nowadays. They seem to all have the same vibe of kind of this kind of open world extreme sports, but for some reason. I don't know why it doesn't seem fun to me. Like, is it is it similar to like the old Tony Hawk games? No, the, there's this other game I can't remember what it's called, but basically, like you, you could be on a air glider or jet skis or uh, motor mo- mountain bike or 
you know, like stuff like that. And it's just a lot of races and it's like mm. an open world kind of race game. That's kind of what this feels like. I don't know. It might be a little bit different, but I know it's a racing game and I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It's just one of those situations where I like the vibe that it gave off. Like it gave a good, like fun, you know, hey, come in and jump in and have a great time vibe. But I don't know. I, I, I'm actually surprised these games are still being made. Like, I don't know who's buying them. There must be someone. Someone must be, yeah. Somebody must be. There has to be an audience. Um, and it looks like yeah. they have a decent budget, so I don't know. It, if you don't remember it, there's not really much to talk about. It's just an extreme sports game. So I have no interest really in it. Um, so uh, Century Age of Ashes. I, yeah. Did you see that one? Do you remember this one? Uh, I've seen it before, actually. I recognized it okay. from earlier. It's I, guess it's I feel like it's at least a year old. Um, yeah, where it's been it's been talked about for a year. I uh, I don't remember being impressed watching it again, but I I I feel like we've talked about it. I think hmm. they they have classes, and essentially, if you hadn't seen the trailer, it's it's a game where you're riding dragons around. It's kind of like a uh, like a dog fighting game. Yeah. yeah. But instead of shooting machine guns, you're firing fireballs at people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like other skills and, and abilities and stuff as well. Um, and I think I had several game modes and potentially several classes from what I recall. Um, hmm. Yeah, it looks fun. It look, Well, I don't know if it looks fun. It looks innovative. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that I want to try to see because it, it could be really fun, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, have, have you ever played it, or do you know of the Ace Combat games? No. So the Ace Combat games are basically like fighter jet games. Like, it was basically like anime mixed with fighter jets. Like, it was one mm. of the weirdest, it was a Japanese game, but it was like super heavy, like, anime, the the mankind is nothing more than an insect on, you know, like, deep, deep stuff happening in these Ace sure. Combat games for some odd reason. But, like, really, really good, tight, really fun, uh, um, what would you call it, uh, dogfighting. So this reminded me of it, except for, like, you're kind of zoomed out a little bit. I don't know, like, seems cool. I don't know if I'll ever play it, but, yeah. Yeah, I hope it does well. I will say the name is bad. I saw the name, Century and I didn't recognize, I just recognized the dragons. I'm like, oh, this is that dragon writing game. I feel like they century. Should, I think they should just take that word "century" out. Like, yeah, age of call ashes. it "age of ashes." That would have been that would have been fire. That would have been fire. Ha, Literal ha, fire. Ha. Um, it's like imagine if Attack on Titan was called like Millennium century Attack on yeah, Titan. Millennium Attack on Titan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why? Just worthless. Like this unnecessary. I get it. But anyway, um, so the next game was UFL. I don't even know if I want to spend time on this, but. Uh, I don't know if you're interested in soccer games, but no, nope. <laughs> I feel like that's that's kind of like how it works. Like it's a very strange thing, and I've never been able to understand it. But like, there's like people who play games, and then there's people who play sports games. They are right. not the They're same. Totally people. separate. They're like totally separate. They wouldn't consider like I don't know if people who play like 2K, NBA 2K, and Madden, and uh, ooh, you know. You know what games they play? Mm-hmm. Call of Duty games. Interesting. Yeah, but that's like the, that's where that's where the two the two types of people cross, right? Like, yeah, interesting. I I, I want to do like a whole deep dive into the psyche of players because, 
like me i play an nba 2k game but i just never like i used to play when i was younger uh but like as i um, played more games i was like i can just go outside and play basketball (laughs) exactly it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me i'm like you you, i mean it does now but as a kid i was like why would i play a game where i'm playing a game (laughs) i could just play the the inner game the actual game but like if you have any sort of skill in basketball, then just play basketball. This is what uh, I... I don't want to play football, so maybe I would play like a Madden game. But. This is what I truly believe about these games. The people who play Madden and NBA 2K and uh, FIFA are the nerdiest people who are still trying to like maintain some of their coolness. You know? Because like, mm. if, like if you say you play a sports game... Like, people are like, okay, you're into sports. Like, that's cool. But if you say you play, like, you know, any any other game, people are like, oh, you play games? Like, Madden and the, those kind of games feel a little bit different. Like, in a lot of the, the, the community is a lot more, like, I don't know, like, less nerdy people. You know? Like, if you know what I mean. Like Maybe. It's, I think a lot of – I know some guys who are just, like, sincerely nerdy and sincerely enjoy the game. They don't play because of like a, an affectation. They're playing because they really they really enjoy sports games, and they also really enjoy sports. I, I bet, gonna, yeah, yeah. I bet your I bet our friend Sheldon plays uh, football games. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it's. I, I once again, sh- no disrespect to people out there who are, are sports game players. I just like to say that you're nerds too. Just know that because yeah. you know. But um, but I think it's kind don't of fool yourselves. But it's kind of like uh. People who are big into sports, uh, need, like, are kind of like, um, I don't want, like, it's like the cool version of Pokemon. Like, you collect all of these, <laughs> like, players, you know? <laughs> oh, no. It, it really is. I mean, it's just like, oh, collect them all, you know? Like, if you play FIFA and you get the cards and you get certain, oh, I got Lionel Messi. He's, like, level X and blah, blah, blah. He's super great. Like, no, nah, it's like card collecting is, like... Come on, like I just, mean, baseball cards were a thing. Yeah, and and it's the same people, right? Um, yeah. So anyway, no, that's no, a good sh- observation. Yeah. Shout out to UFL people, online soccer game, have fun. Um, Lego Star Wars, the Sky War Skywalker soccer. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize I, that's what I wrote. <laughs> I uh, I know we. <laughs> I'm laughing not because of what you just said, but because we said we wouldn't talk about UFL. That we talked, no, we about, talked it like about it like three or four minutes. <laughs> yeah, we talked about around it almost. Um, yeah. All right, Star Wars. Um, what, what do you think about like Lego Star Wars games? Like, have you ever played them? Are you have you had fun? my only my only Lego game experience was Lego Island back on like Windows ninety eight or something, and that junk was fire. I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much now, but as a child, I played that game to death. Was that the one with the city, and then you had to like do missions in the city yeah. and help build people? Yeah, that game was super gangster. Yeah, yes. you had to, you and you built like there there was like a racing mini game, mm-hmm. and you would build your car. Yeah, yeah, that check was super gangster. And the guy, the evil guy, got out of jail. Yeah, he had to oh, fly around in a goodness. helicopter and throw pizza at the ground Yo. to to lure him. And throw donuts at the ground to lure the cops and trap him. That was like the first open world game to me, son. That game was gangster. Oh, my goodness. You're over here. I'm having flashbacks. 
and I'm helping you out, man. Man, wow, wow. Sorry, sorry. I like all I'm gonna say is I remember playing it at one of my friends' house and us getting in trouble because he had a limit at how many game how long he could play games. But whenever I came by, we played for way too long and he'd get in trouble oh, yeah. every time. There you are. Wow, wow. Anyway. You like so it. I generally dismiss Lego games because I'm like, what's the point? Uh but I think as I've become an intellectual, I've realized that they're actually pretty good. Um what really caught my eye was it was like you play the whole saga like the game or series of games i don't know exactly what the trailer was for but the presentation included all the way from episode one up through episode nine i'm Mm -hmm. like that is actually kind of hype like that's a fun way to experience the star wars movies yeah yeah i feel like lego star wars is secretly one of those like one of the best games ever like it's just they take some like Lego Star Wars, Lego uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Lego Scooby. They have Lego Universe. Like these games are really good, like fun games. Like I played Lego Star Wars. And funny too. Yeah, like that. And I was gonna say like somehow like in in, in the old Lego Star Wars games they didn't have voice acting, but somehow they delivered some real like legitimately like laugh out loud humor with no words. Mm. I was like, and especially if you know the content, like if you know Star Wars or something like that, it's even more funny. It's like, wow, like I can't believe they just did that. So, I mean, it's definitely a game like I'm like might be fun to play with Shailene, like because it, they're pretty straightforward and simple, but they're also can be pretty, uh, pretty complex when it comes to collecting all the different characters and using their abilities yeah. to open up uh, special areas. So. It's kind of like yeah, I don't remember game. anything about what the gameplay looked like. I just remember seeing uh, some goofy scenes that became goofy. Yeah, it's like a third-person action game where, you know, lightsabers, beams, uh, beam weapons. Uh, and then when you get certain characters, they have special abilities. And then there's, like, hmm. hidden stuff. And, like, you get new characters as you go through the game. And, like, there's some backtracking because there might be a level you get to, but you can't do a certain thing because you don't have Boba Fett yet. And you get Boba Fett, then it opens a whole new level area. Oh, like, wow. It's, it's a really well-done game, really fun, very addictive. Uh, it's, it's definitely... I haven't played in a long time, so I'm, I'm like, huh, maybe maybe I'll get it for me and Shailene. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, Lego Star Wars. Uh, so, Synced Off-Planet. Um... I don't know if you remember this one, but to me, this is one of the more throwaway games. Uh, the writing was cringy. It was so bad, son. The yeah. robots have come and taken over. And now... The, the technology uh, that doomed us might also save, save us. us. Like, it's uh, like, wow. Incredible. You, you, you're you doing something, like, literally, like... It just felt like... It felt like Europa Report. Like, it's like... <laughs> yeah. And what, what kind of... So, for, I... It's twice, so I don't really know where to start. In the trailer, they're talking like the rest of humanity has been evacuated to the one place they're safe, off planet. <laughs> that's not a that's not a one place. That's just that's everywhere. everywhere that's not on the free. planet. <laughs> that's not a that's not Space. a destination. And then it's even worse. <laughs> it's on, even bro. worse. It's even worse because they put it in the title. Like, <laughs> is it really like what is off planet? What is the what is the importance to me? It implies that off planet, the concept of being off planet, will be important or to a twist in some way. 
but just from that trailer i'm like what is this like this fourth grade <laughs> uh, it felt like fantasy know. fic like yeah like you said fourth grade like i'm writing yeah. a science fiction novel that everybody's gonna love based on like all the stuff that i love about sci-fi but you don't realize that you're a terrible writer and not creative right. uh and, and even the like the character design and, the, and it, like everything just looks super like all i remember was these vague humanoid looking monsters that crumbled when you kill them so that's all that's the only detail i recall i recall yeah and there's like a flying robot like it, it honestly looked like when you watch a movie and they have like a fake game that they paid some random company that's never made games ever to like simulate <gasps> for the characters game. to play yeah like choose oh. <laughs> like it just felt so vanilla and so trash it's just we'll see there's got to be some hook right like who makes games like that anymore? we will never hear that game again I promise you this. You maybe. will never. It isn't. It, maybe it's only in Europe. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I, I'll talk about that as we go a little bit down the list. You know, we got a little bit more time here. Like, there's certain games that I know that if it wasn't in Europe, they wouldn't, we would not hear about them. Um, like, yeah. there's just certain games that have more, uh, like, like uh, there's a few games on this list that are, um, what, what was the game that Kyle was talking about? Like the tycoon type games? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, I think those type of games are bigger in Europe than they are in the U.S. Like, because I, like, I can't think of the last time I've seen a tycoon game on any type of presentation stage, <laughs> you know? It's probably because they don't have roller coasters in Europe. They don't? They just don't have. To... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I, I immediately felt bad. I'm like, oh, I can't lie like that. <laughs> I was like, they don't like. I'm sure they do, right? I just never heard of them. I, I mean, hey, if, if anybody out there in our European audience, confirm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening in 2025 as our first European audience member, send an email to POTUS at gov. Uh, POTUS <laughs> <laughs> at gov. Yeah. Whatever. At whitehouse.gov and uh we'll get back to you um yeah i don't know outlast trials yes outlast trials so i don't are you familiar with the outlast in general i think it's yes yeah i i have a friend actually this guy he was the one i was thinking of when i was talking about people who enjoy sports and sports games so this friend of mine jonathan he and i have a long history of playing it's not a long history actually it's a short history we have a short history of playing outlast together at his house and okay. eating lots of Taco Bell. <laughs> and basically he played and I watched. And he would try to do challenges, like get through the whole game on one battery or something mm. like that. Uh, and then we tried playing Outlast 2 and it immediately got like weirdly sexual. Mm. Or something. Something was weird about it that we, we both just didn't didn't jive with us. Boy, so we didn't we did not do that. It was the we Borderlands so 3 of Outlast. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was like a it was like a cult of the lamb kind of thing where it's like oh this is a little too okay like, okay weird yeah, yeah the game seemed fine other than that we just weren't feeling it so the outlast trials uh seem cool in theory i'm definitely going to send him the trailer next chance i get i just keep forgetting yeah it just seems like more outlast uh i played a little bit of outlast um i thought it was cool it's just at the time i think i had played a lot of games like outlast um and mm. I think I just had my fill, so I've never gone back uh, back to it. Like I don't know, like that horror survival, you know, like yeah, it, no weapon. It's it's definitely. I think the way you described your experience with your friend is exactly the right way. Like you play with them. Like one of you play, one of you watch. 
because it's so it's very much a fun spectator type like it's a good mutual experience type of game you know what i'm saying yeah but um yeah like watching a scary movie exactly exactly yeah yeah so cool outlast the trials all right doke v i want to talk about this for a second because i do too i think this is probably the one game before i even knew gamescom had happened (laughs) i knew about doke v coming out at gamescom uh because of y'all and just also one of my who I mentioned earlier, Rob, who we played Halo with, we, me and him had a long conversation about V. So let me hear, what do you feel about V? What are you thinking about it? What's your, what's your vibe on it? So my thoughts, my first thought is if you saw the trailer as part of Gamescom, watch it again on YouTube because the stream compression and Garbo <laughs> does not do it justice. It's a beautiful trailer. And when I saw the trailer on YouTube before the presentation, I remember thinking like this might be one of the best looking mm-hmm. uh, as far as like photorealism, the environment and the lighting looks so good. Yeah. And the character designs are a little, I mean, they're a little cartoonish. I think it's great. Some people might argue probably read that uh, it's, it doesn't jive that it's a cartoon with like the photorealism. I mm-hmm. think it looks fantastic, but everything just looks so clean and, uh, so like kinetic um it looks like a lot of fun the trailer was weird (laughs) i felt the the trailer felt like a weirdly paced anime because it was like a whole song a whole song came through so the song has like you know the rise and climax the the climax and the refrain the the chorus and the refrain yeah and the trailer kind of followed that (laughs) so (laughs) it was weird but uh it looks like it could be so much fun yeah uh, and I'm excited for any game that looks like Pokemon that's not Pokemon. <laughs> that Pokemon is feel. Yeah, man. I, I you know, like, <clears throat> I think you sent it. Was it you who sent it or was it Kyle? Um, but, you know, I, I think it might have been me. Yeah. So, you know, I just stopped. I was like, oh, Doke V, just another random game. And yeah, man, I was taken aback. Like, number one, like, as much as I, I just, I said it to uh, the guys, to Kyle and Steve at the time, that I felt a little weird by, like, the, the photorealism of the back like the the city in like the, the environment yeah, yeah like it didn't feel like it, they matched but as i've watched it again i've kind of been like okay that's just what they went for like that's their motif respect and i 100% agree with steve like it is such a beautiful looking game like the particle effects the colors the mm-hmm. movement the everything that's happening on screen and just like and also like feeling like i mean maybe i got to watch it i've watched it 3 times maybe 4 times I wasn't really paying attention for frame drops or anything like that, but it felt very smooth. And, and man, it's to me, like as an older gamer, me being in my thirties now, I'm playing games since I was four, you know, like I'm always just looking for something that excites me. And Doke V might never live up to the hype or whatever I think it is, but there's something exciting about feeling like this may be a game that I've never really played before. And it also has a feeling that I've never seen before. Like there's something mm-hmm. about the the colors and the brightness that I, it seems very joyful. Yeah, like it's it it just feels like it's coming from a different place. You know, it almost felt like yeah. um, you know at the very end when it's like like you said it's the whole song and it's like dun, 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 and it stops and then it shows like the little girl in the house. For some reason, I had this vibe of Big Hero Six. For some reason, I don't know why, mm. but but it kind of felt very 
Disney movie-ish for me for some reason, like kind of magical and for the kids, but adults will really enjoy it and something that you'll want to share with your family. I don't know. I, I'm excited about V. I think maybe yeah. 4.9 out of 5. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that if the brand can really take off and if the game, I don't know what else this brand, well, where else this brand exists. It mm-hmm. might just be the game. But uh, if they can do well, and if the game really takes off with like younger kids, mm. uh, if it goes viral, then I think Pokemon might like just be done. <laughs> like <laughs> it could me. really because there's a lot of games right now that are trying to eat Pokemon's lunch. True, you true. know they're trying to have they're trying to have the Pokemon like aesthetic with like all the cute little monsters you you collect and fight and level up, and they're trying to move that out of the Pokemon RPG gameplay into open world stuff. And it, this feels like they took that a step further and other games haven't quite been able to eat Pokemon's lunch. I mm-hmm. feel like these guys could potentially do it. It's really close. Yeah. And I think that the part where it almost feels like, you know, like what you, I've always been like, Oh man, I wish I could fight with my Pokemon alongside my Pokemon. Like right, yeah. seeing them doing it's their very cool Digimon. Move. In yeah, that way. Digimon. That's that's exactly what I was feeling. But like Digimon in uh, in a much more. Uh, I love I love Digimon. You know, like like the the colors and you're fighting and you see your little companion fighting the thing that you're apparently you're probably trying to capture to be a part of your team. And then like I love just seeing the movement like that they had. Like they kind of overshowed the uh, the skateboarding, the longboarding scene. I just thought that was funny. I was like, they're really proud yeah. of this animation. But like, it uh, was the skateboarding and the rollerblading. Yeah, the, it was both. The rollerblading cool. looked really fun. Like just fun to move. Like it felt like I just like games that do movement in a very like one of my favorite yeah. games is a uh, um, uh, prototype because the movement is like almost perfect. Like as far as like like it's crazy like you can like pinpoint an exact spot that you want to land on and you'll land exactly there like i don't know how they did it but their air motion is just crazy um as far as I mean, oh prototype pro- i don't know why i thought of the surge when you said prototype and that's why i was laughing but <laughs> yes prototype i got you yeah prototype has yeah that game looked absurd yeah it had really good movement like really really good movement and it made the game fun uh and i feel like doke v if they can combine the pokemon feeling and and it's interesting, like, I, it's kind of one of those things, like, I've never thought about Pokemon being dethroned, you know, because it's just, it's Pokemon. It very well may never it, be. You know, I mean, V has, you know, uphill battle, you gotta have strong yeah. game, strong, like, make a TV show, make cards, you know, do the yeah. whole nine, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about V. no matter if it's just a game, if they just keep it there. Uh, I'm, my only fear is that it's not as cool as the trailer, because, there's the E3 effect where you can make something look sure. super cool and it can be garbage, but I'm going to keep my I mean, a lot of it was in-game footage from what it looked like. Yeah, I think all of it was in-game footage uh, work. And, and it looked so dynamic. Yes. Yeah. There was like teamwork between the, the character and the little monsters he had with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only thing that maybe I was like, ah, you know, but I think maybe it fits because of the gameplay is that like uh, there was no, when, when they were attacking the, the enemies there wasn't any um feedback like you didn't see that the enemy take the hit you know it felt very button mashing just yeah. from what it looked like you know it's yeah. just kind of like you're hitting a thing but it's just ignoring you and it's just more about like 
timing and stuff like that. I kind of like games where it's like you hit a thing, it may stumble, then it can do a thing. You know, it's like a little, you know, push and play, but we'll see. It it looks cool. We'll see. That's definitely, I think, my most interesting game that I saw in Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's, you know, we don't have, we're not going to spend too much more time, like, on all of these games, like, <laughs> but uh, I definitely want to maybe touch some uh, that I feel like maybe are, are very interesting. Did you see uh, Far Cry 6? I did. Uh, I always forget that actor's name. Good for him. Uh, I kind of feel bad because everyone, call- they called him like the- a great villain actor. I'm like, can he not play a non-villain? Jeez. Uh, no, he's almost in everything that I've seen him in the last maybe five, six years. He's either been a villain or a like a character with a dark edge so they might not be inherently evil but their actions could be construed as bad yeah. if that makes sense i just wonder if that's by his choice or if he's been typecast basically i think he's been typecast for sure yeah but uh it looked cool i love the south america i love the uh taking on the dictatorship kind of thing yeah uh don't i never played any fire far cry games um but it seems like they've done a good job with this. Yeah, I think I played the last Far Cry I played was like maybe four, three or four. Um, they're like really open world, really like, <laughs> like, you know, like if you play like a Grand Theft Auto, you kind of feel like you're kind of a bullet sponge. You can kind of get away with some mm-hmm. stuff. Like this game is like, nah, you got to really think about how you're going to approach your fights because like mm. bullets really mean something and like healing is not so easy to come by. Uh I watched, I don't know where, I don't even know what I was watching, but somehow I saw like an extended gameplay trailer. Dude, this game is super duper brutal, son. Oh, I was oh, really? I was watching um, your boy. You mean like hard or violent? Violent, violent. Yeah. Um, what's the? That's not surprising though, right? Aren't, aren't all Far Cry games kind of violent? Yeah, they are, but I've never seen it on this level. Like, mm. like it was it was pretty pretty vicious. Uh. It's that what's the it's that black guy who just came back from a YouTube hiatus and has like ten million views and Omni Corey Corey Kenshin Corey Kenshin uh-huh. I saw him playing it for some random reason and yeah man I'm talking necks and knives in the neck net knife through the neck then the chest uh-huh. like stabbing people like it was it was pretty brutal with the knife game but uh I, I don't know if I'll ever play it but I definitely like the main character and they're definitely playing it up on him being the villain. Um, I think overall the Far Cry games are fun to me. They just kind of lose their luster halfway through to me because I get tired of like trekking back and forth between checkpoints. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So yeah, you know, it's not a golden uh, gameplay mechanic. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's fun. It's fun. I think it's just for a certain type of person. Um, I don't know. I saw that weird game vampire blood hunt. Um, I watched that trailer like I, four or five times, and I still don't know what. Yeah, it just slid over me like, like water. Honestly, yeah, it's like a, it's like a battle royale game. But I'm like, okay, with vampires, it's like I'm I'm at a stage where I'm like, I remember when battle royales were kind of fresh and new, and I was like, man, I want more. And now it's at that stage of like Call of Duty, where like, oh man, Call of Duty was really fun. I want more shooters. It's like saturation, and I'm like, like why vampires? Yeah. Like why is that the common theme that you've gone with? 
Yeah, I don't... What do vampires bring to the Battle Royale? Or storytelling, or like anything? It, it just feels like a... You, they just took a pin, like a, a one of those wheels that you rotate, like click, 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 click. Vampires. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep. You know? Uh, Park Beyond looks fine to me, but I figured Kyle probably likes it. Uh, <laughs> it looks like it looks like a, a roller coaster tycoon game where you don't have to worry about whether you kill your patrons or not. <laughs> if, 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 weren't we. No, no, no. That's did we already pass it? Jurassic World Evolution two. We did. It's essentially weren't we making a joke about Jurassic Park having a uh, a park simulator, like yeah, like in the last game thing that we were talking. And you about? can just and you can just release the dinosaurs, <laughs> like hundred percent. Just get a lot of guests and then release the dinosaurs. I feel like, I feel like that's that was a super. A super lame trailer. Can we talk about that really quick? Yeah, it was super underwhelming. Like, I'm like, cool. I've seen the movie. <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> you know, like I get it. Yeah, like show me something show cool. Us, <laughs> show us what makes the game fun. Yeah, I, I think it definitely feels like um, like I was saying about the European market, it's a little bit different. Like they're really big in the farm simulator and truck simulator and like all simulator kind of games. So I feel like they simulation games seem to. You don't really have to say much. It's just like it's a simulation game. You're gonna like it, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. you know. And it, I didn't know they had a one because it's Jurassic World Evolution Two. Had no clue that. <laughs> right, right, know. yeah. It implies a first game. So, so I definitely think it's one of those European games. Um, yeah, I, w- I liked the scene in the Park Beyond trailer mm-hmm. when he, the 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 little weird scientist had a plan. He put it down, and it was like impossification time. And the lady, the like accountant lady, is like doing math in her head instantly, and then she gives you the wink, and then boo, it, you know, it just appears in the park. I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is? Is this a mobile game? Like, what? What kind of goofy looking? Yeah. Uh, like simplified mechanics. It's kind of silly. You know, it's interesting. I actually thought that the Marvel, uh, the game we were talking about in the earlier with the uh, yeah. Avengers game, I thought it was a mobile game because it, like you said, it had that weird like uh, World of Warcraft like thing I was oh like, you know yeah i was yeah. like maybe this is a mobile game because the only time that you see trailers like this is when it's the gameplay looks terrible <laughs> so yeah. so yeah i mean hey i wish kyle was here um but uh you know louisiana don't know how to do what they're supposed to do because i'd like to hear his input maybe when he comes back we can he can tell us all about how excited he is for jurassic park evolution 2 and park beyond <laughs> and park beyond i feel like there's one more game that was a simulator game but i can't remember uh maybe down the list uh maybe we'll get to it so uh let's see jet the far made by side. the guys who made super brothers yes super brothers sword that's and the sorcery. only yeah the only mildly interesting thing about that game from what i can see did i did i mistype the name jet the far show it's jet the far shore <laughs> Yeah, nah. I got you. I I understood what you. So are you, it's called the Far Shore. I guess you're flying to the Far Shore. But are you interested in this? What would you? Uh, I I want I I'm interested only because it's, it's the, I'm vaguely I'm vaguely interested in the developers. Um, I'm not even like a huge fan. I just liked. I thought Super Brothers was an interesting game. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even recommend it to most people. Probably. It's very. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a game. I really hated the camera. It was like and sword and sorcery. No, no, no. In uh, Jet the Far Shore, 
it was zoomed oh. out so far. I, I get what they were trying to do. Like, so you kind of have the dynamic of like darting through the landscape, but it just felt really like, nah, please zoom that in a little bit. Yeah. I, I couldn't even tell. They, they came back a couple times to like scenes of, I guess the character, uh, flying through a bunch of loops and stuff. And I couldn't, I couldn't see the character. It was zoomed out <laughs> so, so far. Small. It's like a little. All dent. I could see was the smoke trail. Yeah, it's like, what is this? Like, is this really the choice you're going with? Yeah, it seems like an indie Oops. game that has a little bit of support because of yeah, you know, maybe need some Super Brothers name, um, Horizon Friv the Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I must have missed the trailer. Yeah, I mean. I'm excited for, for... I haven't played the first Horizon game, but... Yeah, like, I kind of tried to ignore it because I haven't finished Horizon Zero Dawn. And, like, I'm always afraid of, like, spoilers. I saw something that spoiled something. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, no, the director was talking about it, and he said something about where it's located that kind of... I was like, oh, well, thank you. But, once again, the game is super old, so I can't be mad at him. But, yeah, you know, it's going to be great. He's like, why haven't you played my game? Exactly. First? It's like... So, uh, yeah, you know, Horizon, it's more of the, not to say, yeah, it's more of the same. It's Breath of the Wild 2. Um, New World, I could not care less about. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember anything from the trailer. It was like a pirate game. Like, it was one of those things where it's like, this trailer is completely useless to me because it's an MMO. And you're not showing me any gameplay. You're showing me, you go on the high seas and change the world. I'm like, yes, go walk up to a town, talk to some villager who gives you a fetch quest to go kill 20, you know, seals in the ocean. Skeletons. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's an MMO. Like, if you're into it, you're into it. No no hate on the MMO community because I I really like, uh, what was the game? Uh, I can't remember it right now, but it's not for me at this point. I just, too much of my life going on. I will say that I know some people at work who seemed interested in the beta. Oh, in uh, the New World? And and playing the beta. Yeah, for New World. Do are they did have they played like World of Warcraft and um gosh. I don't that's all I know. Yeah. They, they, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the, the, the that kind of game is just like it's like UFL. Like either you are True. into it or you're not. Um and you know. I, I think it's probably a great game. It might be good, but yeah, you know. Um Marvel Future Revelations. I have nothing to say about this. It's a mobile game, so t- to me, it's like okay, yeah, like sure, you know, whatever. Fine. So, so Tales of Arise, the Tales series, and Tales of Luminaria. So, are you familiar at all with the Tales series? I am completely unfamiliar. Yeah. So, Tales of Symphonia, Tales of all these other. I can't remember all the different Tales games, but they're basically like anime RPG games. Sure. Uh, and uh they're they're fun, like but like it's kinda one of those games where it's kind of like uh Dynasty Warriors where you know what you're gonna get. Like Oh, it's very tropey. Yeah, it's like it's a Tales game. Like if you sure. if you like Tales games, you're gonna love it. They're not bad. Like I enjoy Tales of Symphonia a lot. The story is really anime y, so like I really dug it. But um yeah, I don't know. You know. It it is what it is. Um uh, I Lindsay huh Sterling. Oh my gosh! So, <sighs> hey, uh, people who make these like uh, game conferences presentations, yeah, yeah, please stop. Like, <laughs> I, 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 
The only time a performance is really cool is when it's like the anniversary of a game and you're showing a whole bunch of like clips from like the good times, you know? Yeah. Like nostalgia, celebrations. Exactly. Like Yeah. I just like it just feels like literally one of those things that you sneak in there because you don't you need to make some time up. Like you want it to be two hours long. And you're like, people like Lindsay Sterling and she likes games and stuff, kind of, sort of. Like, let's throw it. Does she? I don't know. I don't really know anything about Lindsay in games. I didn't know she was. I mean, this isn't Keanu Reeves coming <laughs> out because he's in the game, right? Like, this is, is. Is Lindsay in the game? Lindsay's big on doing uh, covers of games, games music. Oh, game, like that's Zelda true. Games she does a lot of that. Yeah. Like, so she's. It's kind of like. Okay. Uh, they could have brought okay. out. Uh, what's the dude? Who does the, the like a whole bunch of his voices? Uh, McGroove, like what's his name? Uh, Smooth McGroove. McGroove, who who? I think you've lost me, man. He's the dude. He's like he has long hair and he like has like six screens of him singing all the different parts of songs. Like, remember? Oh, okay, I I don't know who you're talking about, but I I can picture it in my head. Yeah, he's done like the gal theme. It's basically like the guy who did the Star Wars medley. Like, yeah, I was like, you might as well bring him out. Because it's like, what does it have to do with anything? Like, and you, and she's not yeah. playing; she's just shadow boxing on the stage. <laughs> like, it was just stupid, man. I just oh, was she she wasn't playing at all. Like, it was very obvious she wasn't playing. It, it just <sighs> it fixed. It almost made me turn the stream off because I was like, bro, I can't do this. Like, I skipped it actually. <laughs> yeah, I was watching it live, so I was like, man, I got it. I'm like. Uh-huh. I'm about to go watch me some Omni or something. <laughs> like, like oh. um, Omni's also watching the stream. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was. It's more interesting. Um, so uh, moving down uh, to Jumanji, random mobile game. Who cares? Uh, oh, it's also on Switch, which is something, <laughs> I guess. That's telling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what Lost Judgment is. I wrote it down. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, 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 Core. I, I relevant of core. I don't care anything about core. But did you hear Dead Mao Five? Yeah. So I'll get to that in a second. No, we'll get to it now. He, he <clears throat> Dead Mao Five. Okay. If that's how you say it's pronounced, sure. Then why did you continue saying <laughs> Dead Mouse the rest of the presentation? <laughs> did you did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, caught him. He was, but here's the thing. I feel like the problem is he's saying Dead Mouse and he's moving to the next word. And no matter how you you hear it, it sounds like Dead Mouse because you've heard it a thousand uh, times. It's like uh, I I, I, I listened and it, it definitely sounds like he was saying Dead Mouse, Dead Mouse. It sounded like you were going back and forth. But it's one of those things where you hear the same. You know, if somebody's like. Listen, you'll hear the word cheese, and it's like a random noise, and you'll hear cheese. Sure. I feel like that's what it was. <sighs> Maybe. I, I did not re-listen, so I cannot verify, but to me, it seems like he clearly was just saying <laughs> dead mouse. I, I, um, I did want to say that, I since I watched it again, I didn't notice this, but Jeff Keeley, right before that, he was like, introducing dead mouse. And then oh, and he, was he was like... correcting Jeff. And then he just immediately corrected it, like, hey... Dead Mile Five. I'm like, bro. Like, literally, you should just give up on that. Like, it's yeah, Dead it's call call yourself Dead Mouse. You know, uh, formerly known as Dead Mile Five. Like, yes, like cool. Like, yeah. can I? I mean, so here's what surprised me. Two things that surprised me. First, 
Did I miss something? Was there like an explanation of core or was it immediately just dead mouse? Because I, I, I felt like, you, you know, there's like usually they introduce a game. But the dial and then they're like, that. yeah, <laughs> usually they introduce the game and then they talk about like the cool like added feature you get if you yeah. pre-order or something. Oh, you get a dead mouse mask. But it just jumps straight to him and a bunch of like little dead mouse characters running around the screen. And I was like, what is, what is core? Like, they never told me what core is. So from what, I, uh, what I've gleaned is core is kind of like Roblox. It's like, yes. Like, it's like Roblox or meets Dreams. Yeah, like there's little mini games in there. And what he did is he's created a space for himself. I don't really. So was it advertising the space or was it advertising core? Like, is core already known? Unclear. <laughs> Unclear. But but he the way that it seems is that core has to be known because he said once I entered the world I got stuck playing uh Moon Landia or some game, World Landia. Sure. And so I'm maybe so I'm assuming world could... it had already existed and then he was like, Oh, I want to make my own world. So come in and they made like a joint partnership or something. Okay. I when I heard him say that, I thought he was saying that he played like the beta because they have him on the commercials, so he's he gets to play beforehand kind of thing. Unclear. <laughs> I'll also say that he's definitely far more personable as an electronic artist yes. than I ever imagined. Yes. Yes. Uh, he seemed like a real human boy. I was so surprised. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like I almost wish I hadn't met him as an old person yeah. because it's kind of broke. It's kind of like a, uh, uh, RIP, um, our boys. Um, oh, Daft, Daft Punk. Punk, right? Like, yeah. I know they're normal people and they have families and they're married and live their lives, but there's something cool about their motif of just like. That's, is, it, is motif the word of the day, bro? Yep. You know what? That's me, man. I, I choose words yeah. and they're stuck in my word in my word bank. This man chose. Woke up this morning and chose. I chose motif. violence. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know what that was about. It's just it just felt like a commercial where they just partnered yeah. with Dead Mile Five. Ha! Hilarious. Um, and uh, Jeff Keeley straight disrespected him. So I'm I'm happy yeah. with that. Uh, honestly, Fall Guys. F- Sorry, were you moving on? I was moving yes, on. Yes, yes, I was moving on. Okay. I, I have nothing to say about Fall Guys. Like, I'm surprised that's still a game that people are playing. Like, I'm happy it's still a game. Really? That people are playing. Because, I, yeah, I felt like it was a great success story. First of all, those are my boys, Devolver. <laughs> uh, second of all, uh, yeah, it, it was a game that, like, had a great premise, great gameplay, really fun, and they just... They just won the lottery. They just went viral. Yeah. I saw the comments during that part of the stream. People like, oh, dead game, dead game. I'm like, screw you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a dead game. But it seems like it could still be a lot of fun. Yeah, I just... Uh, yeah. I just don't understand Jungle Book. Yeah. I, I Honestly, what I think it is, is that they literally got the cheapest license that they could get from Disney. Like, that must they be were it. like, yo, what's... Sort by price. What's $15? They're like, you bought some Mowgli? <laughs> like, we don't know what to do with this yeah. boy. Yeah, like, it definitely felt like this is the one license that nobody has. So it's cheap. Um, like, there are kids today who won't recognize won't, those characters. Not at all. Like, kids. I mean, there's teens who won't yeah. recognize those characters. It's, it's really because Fortnite has consumed all licenses. 
That's the problem. You can't. Ooh. They have everything. Like, I mean, like literally Will Smith, Ariana Grande, MLK. They licensed MLK, son. Like I, I heard tale. I don't know how that happened or what. <laughs> that seems crazy. That seems crazy to me. I, I, I can't even like read too deep into it. I just, I, I know they didn't literally license MLK. It was supposed to be a thing where little kids could see MLK, but it's Fortnite. It's just not the yeah. right venue. Maybe yeah. I'd prefer Minecraft doing it over Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like they disabled all the inappropriate emotes. But you're dealing with children. They're going to still find a way to do something inappropriate because it's bad. I mean, was it was it an event or was it a skin? It was an event. It was like an event. Okay, I, good. I hope Thank God. it wasn't a skin. I didn't see any skins because I feel like that would have been a lot more outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and from what I know, MLK's daughter uh, was like, yeah. like Signed on. Just whatever. Like, she just was like, I don't care. Like, just... I'm not included in this, so okay. Yeah, so any right. anywho, uh, I don't know. Fall Guys is what it is. I I think it had its time in the sun. It kind of reminds me of Draw Something. Like it was fun, but sure. I'm surprised that it still exists. But um, <clears throat> uh, really, the only other things uh really that stuck out to me was uh that random game Sifu. I don't think it's necessarily gonna be a game that i want to play but it's kind of reminded me of that other game the fighting game that we like kind of indie punching people oh yeah the one above Mm -hmm. earlier yeah um yeah and uh then i want to just talk about how death stranding was super disrespectful with a 20 like minute trailer like Mm -hmm. i've it was it's not even a trailer it was dlc son like extended extended it's it's the director's director's cut. cut but bro like Kojima, I know your best friend is Jeff Keeley, but this was not okay. Like they were, it, it just really felt disrespectful. Like nobody else was getting that much time. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I mean, it, it was. A, that's, you bring up a good point. I didn't consider that that he got way more screen time more. than anyone else really did. And it wasn't like he was showing anything that was like that amazing. It was just like now you have a new feature and then it would show the new feature for three minutes straight and i'm like bro like yeah the uh the indoor like fortress that he invades or whatever mm-hmm. the sneaking part was way too long yeah. <laughs> and then the first i think two or three minutes of the trailer were were cut from previous trailers exactly. like it's all it's all stuff we've seen and and, and we all love death stranding like we do yeah. but like you could have just said, hey, there's some more DLC. Here's some cool things coming. Like, did you see the end when it was... I can't even remember what it was. It was like Norman Reedus taking pictures of himself or selfies. Oh, yeah. They were just... It's, yeah, that, that's one of the features. That's not even a new feature. But you can, like... There's a photo mode in the game. And you can have him, like, pose in front of the mirror and do stuff. That's <laughs> um, fun. Yeah. yeah. And, that went, and, and that's cool. Like, cool feature. But that was, like, three minutes. Like... Just yeah, because I think I think it was for the, it must have been advertising the new music they have. Yes, I think that's what yeah. it was. The music, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just really strange. I mean, I like Kojima. I always will. No hate on him, but it was just really weird to end the show with maybe the most underwhelming thing you could do. 
Like as someone who likes the game, I'm I'm excited for the director's cut, but yeah, I don't think most people are like hype about Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm misreading the attitude of the internet, but no, you're you're it's weird. You're spot on. Everybody in the chat was just like, "Why?" Like it, it wasn't even yeah. like anger. Like this is dumb. This is like some people were saying it was boring, but they're just like, "Why are we like we know we like the game." Like you know, I feel like Doke V should have been at the end, and Death yeah. Stranding should have been where Doke V was. Like like Doke V would have killed as an ending. Like killed it i don't i don't know so and and it kind of gets me to my last point about this whole show and it almost feels unnecessary in a way um like like it like i get it like doke v i'm happy that it had that kind of showcase but i feel like they could have literally condensed like it to an hour and got rid of a lot of stuff a lot of talking yeah and like just Maybe an hour and a half because it just really felt like fluffing. Like they were just trying to pad it out uh, like a bad game <laughs> that needs to have 60 hours worth of gameplay. I mean, it had ads and it yes. had bad awards. Yes. Oh, the awards. We never. I know, the awards. We, we only have a few more minutes here, but please, Steve. <laughs> so I, I, I was mostly ignoring the awards because uh, I was also trying to work during this. But... Um, Gosh, I tuned in for a moment. And I regretted it. It was like the one of the awards was best game for for twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, and the only two contestants <laughs> were <laughs> the only two contestants for best. Ni- oh wait, I think it was best Nintendo, Nintendo game. Switch game. Yeah, Nintendo Switch game. Where, uh <laughs> oh god, it was. Um, I Mar- I got to scroll Mario up. Mario Rabbids. Uh, yes, and, that's what it was. And- it was Mario plus Rabbids and Just Dance. Just Dance. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Like, of all was the Was Ubisoft the only yes. contender? Yes. They paid Gamescom the most money. That's that's how it worked. <laughs> I feel so bad for the lady. She was like, and it's the one that's not Just Dance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what kind of contest is that? Oh, man. It was so... And, and I, I, I mean, I assume there had to be more people in the category. It couldn't have just been two people. Maybe they just were like, hey, for time's sake, we're going to have two. But really, Just Dance and Mario, like, it just seemed, like, it seemed like they could have just left that out. Like, Yeah, just don't talk to me about <laughs> best Nintendo Switch game. I mean, I'm a little bit out of the loop, but there have been Nintendo games that released this year, right? Yeah, yeah, plenty. Plenty, like plenty of Switch games. Co- COVID's making me go crazy, but I feel like there's been, a lot, there's been I mean, plenty of games. I mean, even... Even if there's not like, like new new games, you still count games that get ported or games that have just done well. Like I feel like Hades could have been on there probably. Like I don't. Maybe I, I just feel like that was like it felt so out of nowhere. Like yeah. Like now for this game award for these two random games, like that honestly I didn't even know that they made another Mario Rabbids. And then Just Dance? Just Dance has 80 iterations. Like, Did you know that Just Dance, I think, released, like this year, or maybe it was last year, released on the Wii as well? Like, they're still <laughs> they're still releasing on the Wii. Yeah, I'm surprised it's still not releasing on the PlayStation 2 if they hadn't discontinued the PlayStation 2, like... On the yeah. Wii, son. That's... Maybe it's the Wii U. That seems extreme. It's got to be the Wii U, I right? Mean, honestly, what's the difference between that hardware? The big tablet? Like... <laughs> yeah you're right 
But I just, I'm like, is there even a store to release them for the week? <laughs> like, literally, they just show up outside of, like, old folks' homes in, like, elementary schools with a, uh, open the trunk. We're like, we got Just Dance, y'all. We got Just Dance. Man, we would like to play. <laughs> yes, we love Just Dance. I know you do. We got that Just Dance for the week, baby. We know the old folks' home ain't trying to buy a new system, you know, so. You don't have to stand up for this dance. You can do it right here in wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, son. Yeah, it, it just, at, it, like, overall, like, I'd give the conference, like, a 6 out of 10, <sighs> like, 5. Sure, yeah. Like, solid, like, right in the middle, because there really wasn't much um, that was, like, really that interesting to me. Uh, Doke V, of course, stood out. Um, yep. Like that's maybe Saints Row if you're into Saints that kind Row of Saints Row would have stood out if I cared. I think Lego Star Wars is pretty cool. So I don't think Halo Infinite had any new information. Yeah. Otherwise, I would give them points for that. Yeah. But they, no. they had the 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 new special edition. That junk looked gangster, son. The Halo. Oh, Infinite. The, the Xbox. Yo, there's no way to ever get it unless you're a scalper. Yeah. But that junk yeah. looked super gangster. I was like. I was tempted to buy an Xbox on the spot. <laughs> yes, yes. I know I'll never get a hands on it, but it, it looked really cool. Like Halo Infinite, TMNT, you talked about, seemed pretty cool. Um, Cult of Lamb, even though we're not like necessarily into that, that seemed different. Yeah. Far Cry 6. Uh, I'm glad Splitgate got some. Splitgate. I mean, I feel like it's better for Splitgate than it is for the presentation. Yes, yes. I, I, I'm we'll happy that, that Splitgate was there because I think I'd heard of it maybe like saw an article but didn't read it so like i was like oh this is super cool like i might check this out so yeah i mean i definitely that's pretty much it yeah that's pretty much it i mean i think there's a place for these conferences i think gamescom is important for europe definitely less for us north america it just feels like they need to tighten up like i get it like you want to show more games and but like i feel like when you're really coming out you should come out with all you know guns blazing put the hottest of the hot right you know um, but you know, maybe there's some stuff happening behind the scene. I mean, honestly, I thought it was funny. Jeff Keighley kind of just kind of at the end using that moment to kind of talk about himself. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, this just doesn't seem like the place. Like he, he's such a likable guy. Yeah. I can, I don't feel like, I don't, I don't want to be mad at him, yes. but yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, I think if it was any other person. Like I'd be like, ugh, oh, yeah. like, yeah, super never cringe. come back. But I, I would watch it again if Jeff Keighley was the host. Cause oh yeah, Jeff Keighley, he just has that voice, that little smile. He's just happy. Like, yeah. like he really is. It's almost like he is made of video games. Like he's a mascot. He's he's the video game. He's mascot. made himself into a mascot. <laughs> he is the Mario <laughs> of the video game industry. He represents all games and in the best light possible. Like, if somebody was going to have a school board meeting where they said video games are bad, I'd send Jeff Keighley. And they'd be like, oh, you know what? You're right. It's awesome. Um, so, anyway, I'm excited because our next podcast will be talking about the PlayStation, the PlayStation Showcase, uh, whatever it was called, uh, State of Play. And uh, mm -hmm. I think that'll be a good one to talk about. I'm excited about that. So, uh, so yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, Steve you know for your time sure thing. uh thank you kyle our silent observer <laughs> you know uh you were missed keeping us on our toes yes, yes uh, we we didn't get to talk much about tycoon games and we blame you um but it is what it is but yeah thank you guys for listening to another episode of super agile bros you know talk about everything and nothing we love you guys 
I uh, just appreciate you guys as listeners. Um, if you guys are interested in any other topics for us to talk about, please share them with us on our, our SoundCloud um, or even like, you know, uh, uh, I guess we should share our, our email one of these days. But we're going to confer about that before we get spammed by people. So <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all take it easy and have a great week and a great life. Peace. Do so.